0: Hello, hello. I know I have said that I was going to take all of May off to work on a project that I desperately needed to keep a promise to myself to actually get through, and I did. Lo and behold, once I committed to doing it and made the space to actually sit down for, it ended up being about eight hours total, it's done. And I missed you guys. I missed podcasting. So here I am again, Mavericks. I hope you're doing well. I've done an episode like this before, but I keep having conversations with clients about this very thing, and I've got more advice on this topic because Lord knows I've lived it. And so today's episode is going to be about how to show up in your online business as a personal brand even when you really don't feel like it. Because that has been me for more months than I can count, but I've continued to grow my business, sustain my business. And so I want to give you some suggestions that I have added to the list over time and things that I've realized, especially now being on the other side of a harder time where now I feel like showing up, I could barely wait to show up, which is weird. I had to give myself parameters to not show up, which prompted me to think, you know what, it's time for a a revamp. I think the last time that I did this live for my Facebook group, Elevate Academy, I was in the thick of it. And so that was one angle, but I hope this is helpful for you. Get something to take notes with. If this is something that you are going through right now, I feel for you, but you can do this. You can do hard things. Yes, yes, we can. And if you know someone who's going through a hard time, who's a female online entrepreneur and they're having a hard time showing up, please share this episode with them or just share to your stories, screenshot this, tag me. I will reshare you, but I would love for this message to get out there because I think it's going to be helpful. Definitely these things that were helpful for me during uh, tough seasons when I didn't feel like showing up, but it's kind of part of our job, right? Let's do it. I also wanted to let you know that the waitlist for the Social Seller to CEO Academy is now open. Well, the waitlist is technically always open. I just don't always talk about it, but you can get on the waitlist because our enrollment for the program opens up on May 27th. So the standing waitlist link will be in the show notes. If at any point you're listening to this and you've heard about the program and you want to bring automation into your social selling business and really make the powerful shift from social seller to the energy mindset and action taking of a CEO where you are creating and building a course or coaching offer that can really give you control of your cash flow and your income while also maintaining passive income from affiliate or social selling product sales. So if that's of interest to you, make sure to hop on the waitlist. The 15 spots that we'll be opening up for this round will be opened up early and first to the waitlist, and then it will be open up to the public and my email list and all of y'all. So links in the show notes. Let's do this. Hey mama, I'm Ashley, and this is the Maverick Mompreneur podcast, where you're free and encouraged to own your desire to create and scale an impactful, Discoverable online brand and business in the midst of motherhood. A business that's aligned with your mission, lifestyle desires, personality, and zone of genius without wasting your time on the hustle and grind hamster wheel that is social media. Can I get an amen? Sis, you are a maverick, an original, willing to stand out in your authenticity, defy expectations, and do life and business outside the box. In our world, if it's not aligned with who we are, it's a hard pass or a brave pivot. So if you're here for the power powerful identity shift and transformation from boss, babe, or boss, mom to aligned CEO, building a one of a kind influential hustle-free online business that will produce long-term impact and multiple streams of income through SEO affiliate marketing and courses while building yourself in the process. Well, pop in those AirPods, grab that cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's get growing. All right, before we start talking about how to show up as a personal brand when you're going through a hard time, when you really don't feel like it, are you watching the Johnny Depp trial? O-M-G. Talk about going through a hard time. It just... I, I cannot take my eyes off of the YouTube live coverage. I'm a little bit late to the game, but I was watching the cross-examination of Amber Heard today, and it's just, it's so, anyway, if you're watching it, if you know, you know. But let's, let's get into this. I just had to throw that out there because I literally can't get it off my mind. I'm sort of perseverating on it. Let's chat about what do you do when you're going through a difficult time, as happens in life, right? Difficult times befall us at different points, But the difficult part about the nature of what we do in the online space is that you can't just fall off the face of the earth, especially if you haven't gained momentum in your business. If you are building your brand, no one knows who you are yet. You can't just stop showing up indefinitely. I mean, you can, but you can't do that without consequence. So it's really important to have some of these things in mind now before that happens or to bolster yourself with some of these things if you are going through that type of a season. I remember... I started researching, literally Googling, which I'm hoping other people do too, because hello SEO, I was Googling how to show up in your online business when you're going through divorce. Like I literally was like, how am I going to do this? Like I can barely get myself out of bed, could barely function. My nervous system was so dysregulated and I just, it was hard. So I literally did a lot of research on this. So if you did the same thing and you found this, were samesies. At that time, my back was really up against a wall and I didn't have the luxury to not show up, to not sell, to not continue to grow my audience, to continue nurturing them, to continue making offers and growing my business. And when that happens, it's a, it's a little bit of a weird feeling, no matter how much you trust in God or the universe or higher power, it gets a little nerve wracking when you literally feel like if I shut down, my business is going to shut down like what how the heck am I going to do this but fortunately I will say during that really acute time period and things have gotten you have gotten through that I've grown so much through that time period and I will never regret going growing through that but it did really give me this renewed passion for teaching what it is that I know how to do and what it is that really did help sustain me which is automation because I was able to I couldn't just completely not show up for six months or whatever it was but the automation that I've built into my business into different streams of revenue really did sustain me and it's why I am super passionate about teaching women to build out a passive income strategy for such a moment as this like when that happens if it is a necessity for you to bring in a certain amount of income, you want to be able to have the tools, the inner tools, but then also the tools and the systems within your business to make sure that that's possible. And I think you've probably heard people say this before, and I know I have, is how do people achieve success? Well, they're definitely the ones who are showing up every day, or if not every day, they're showing up consistently whether or not feel like it. You're a business and I know you're a person first, but you're also a business as a personal brand and so it's really important to, you know, one of the first things that I'll mention is to take care of yourself. Yes, if you want to show up consistently, especially especially in a difficult time, you have got to like double down on the self-care, double down on regulating your nervous system. I'll, I'll say one thing that I learned in therapy actually, which was really helpful, and I don't know who this will be speaking to, but if you're going through something that's stressful and you just feel like shutting down or your your adrenaline's going, you're really stressed out, I used to say, oh, well, go work out. Like I'm gonna go do, I remember in another season of life, I was going to CrossFit and working out as hard as I possibly could or I go for these intense runs when actually that is not helpful. And again, I'm not a a doctor or therapist or anything, but this is what I was told by someone who is that what you're doing, if your body is in a state of fight or flight and stress, you've already got, I believe it's cortisol, like the st- whatever the stress hormone is, that's already going through your body. And so the, the last thing that you need to do is go add more to that by doing a long, hard workout or something intense that's going to double up on that hormone surge in your body. And my other go-to, it's so funny, I'm giggling about this now because I was just thinking about this. I used to be an avid bath person, like, you know, sitting in your own ick kind of bath. I I still like them, but I thought that I could not get through a day without taking a bath as far as anxiety regulation and nerve and really that's, you know, nervous system regulation. I thought a bath was essential. Whereas now I don't think I've taken a bath in, I mean, we're talking like five years of regular baths to now I can't remember the last time that I took one, but I truly think it's because I've learned over the last year, especially how to how I need to regulate my nervous system. And one thing that this said was that if I'm going and taking baths, so if you are stressed and you go to do something like take a bath, you're also not cycling through the stress hormones in your body. So the best thing that you can do is go for a walk, a calm walk. Walk so that you are physically, technically working that stress, cortisol, those hormones through your body. You're getting it out of your system literally and figuratively. And so I've really adopted that practice of daily movement. And if it's a day that I'm super stressed, I don't go hard in the gym. I'll go on a long walk until I feel regulated. And there's other things there too, but gosh, that's been game changing is to know what is helpful in regulating myself. And I think that nervous system regulation for online entrepreneurs is such an important point that's not talked about enough. And it's something that I've been doing a lot of reading about and a lot of practice with and Yeah, it's amazing. I I just literally had that realization about the bath thing because I was thinking, gosh, I'm not even craving that anymore because it doesn't feel like something that I need, right, to make me feel better. And although I like them and I would take a bath, it's not something that I feel like I'm almost addicted to as a way of uh, coping because it wasn't working. And so now, knowing what I know... Yeah, anyway, okay, I, mean, I could go on and on about that. And I think I'm having this revelation, maybe more on that type of thing later on a uh, nervous system regulation for entrepreneurs. But let's move on. Another caveat to this is that I feel, and what I've learned over the last couple of years, particularly, and probably, you know, throughout life, but that's that mental strength is almost like a muscle. And the more that you not push yourself into complete discomfort and where you're falling apart but showing up in little ways, right? Resting but not quitting. You really do, that's how you become unstoppable. Like nothing can keep you down. Nothing not for long anyway. And that's the goal is you don't want to beat yourself up for needing to kind of slow down your pace, but you want to continue to show up and keep that discipline, keep those promises to yourself, keep building what you've wanted to build because and I know you might not think this, but you may know this, you have people counting on you. And particularly if you have a team or a virtual assistant or a social retail team or employees, you have people that you know who count on you or who will count on you. And you need to have this muscle flexed and strengthened and unstoppable before you get to that point where you not showing up really impacts people that you love and care about beyond your family, even like your employees. But you also have to know that you have people that you've never met who do count on you. If you're a personal brand, you have people who are following you who are looking to you for inspiration for how you show up in in such a time and what you do really makes a difference and I don't care if it's for one person or if it's for hundreds of thousands you've got a job to do and a lot of that has to do with impact you have to show up so let's let's talk a little bit more about some tips for how to recenter and allow yourself to show up maybe a little differently but when you're not feeling like it okay this next one is really powerful. and honestly I started doing this when I felt like I could do no more than this but now it's literally like my go-to write down the smallest next step possible toward whatever goal that you have so firstly think about your next goal so whatever that is what do you want to do next just that one thing and write down the smallest next steps possible toward that goal like try to get them in order what would you need to do next to get to that goal some people like to work backwards so starting from the final destination and working backwards but for some people they're gonna write the neck basically the next best step to borrow from frozen then this is the key you're gonna make a list of one maybe two two must-do items for that particular goal each day, and you're going to finish that one or two items before you move on to the next. So what I do, I only write with erasable pens, and I write on this, and maybe I'll link it in the show notes somewhere, but it's a pad, a paper, planner. I also use Google Calendar, but there's something about writing down my one-two Now I'm up to sometimes three or four, depending on the day, depending on what my schedule's like, but knowing my limits, knowing what is enough, knowing what for me feels like overwhelm versus a little bit of pressure. So one, two, at most, if you're going through a difficult time, write those things down. And I like to do it in that erasable pen. That way, if I don't finish one of those things, I just erase it or cross through it for the current day and I write it down as the one, maybe two, three, four items for the next day. and I complete that before moving on to the next. But you have that list of next steps toward your goal. So you're being very intentional with, the capacity that you currently have you are doing things that are intentional you're not sitting there in front of your computer for three hours feeling overwhelmed because your brain it is overwhelmed with all of the emotions and stress and whatever it is that you're going through you've got to give yourself real specifics so that you are you know our executive when we're stressed out our executive functioning just goes out the window so we have to give ourselves that give our brains that structure and not have have it be overwhelming. I'm talking like set a timer for 10 minutes and work and then see how you feel. But oftentimes it's just getting started. This is like a total caveat. I have not been going through a, one of these difficult times recently, but maybe I have. I mean, maybe not a difficult time, but some there is some stress. There's definitely some stress in my private life. And so getting started on this larger project, I think I mentioned in the uh, intro before I got started with you that there was this, it's a funnel. It's a, a funnel for my signature program, and it's all things that I know how to do, just not acted. And this is the, probably the most complex funnel that I've built, but it's not really. But in my mind, I made it this stressful thing that I could not get started on, and truly getting started was that the hardest piece, and that's what I see with my clients, too, is they have the ideas, they've even got the framework, they have everything they need to get going, but if we're not ready... Regulated, And if our mindset is not in the right place, getting started can be so hard. So I'll tell you what I did. I didn't set a time. Well, I did. I proverbially set a timer. First of all, I got out of my house. And so this may be a good idea for you to get into a new environment. Okay, Go somewhere else. I picked a cute coffee shop. There's only one. <laughs> so I picked the cute coffee shop and told myself I left my phone in my car and I said, OK, I am going to work on this. I estimated this funnel would take, I, I don't know. I, in my mind, I thought it would take weeks but I knew it would take at least five hours just based on all the different emails. And I had to learn one new piece of technology, which was intimidating. I'm like, "Ah, I think this is going to take about five hours. So I said, all right, I'm going to go in this coffee shop. I'm not working on anything else. Like I told you, I even, I was going to give up podcasting until I finished this because I didn't want to give myself the excuse to sabotage even with something else good, like a podcast episode, because I didn't want to work on that thing. I didn't want to get started. So I sat in the coffee shop and I gave myself two hours lo and behold as soon as I got started and it didn't feel like these pressure torture vibes were just swirling through my head and body I just enjoyed it I had my little fringe press and you know just started I had my list of exact steps I mapped out the funnel on Canva so I literally knew piece by piece what I needed to do and it just made it so much better for my brain and my nervous system and I finished the entire freaking thing that day, not at the coffee shop. I did stay there for about three and a half hours, but then I was so motivated because I saw, wow, okay, Ashley, what a concept practicing what you preach, but I finished the whole dang thing, and then I got excited because I'm like, wow, all right, this now I feel less pressure and stress because that was hanging over my head in addition to personal life stress, and so now I just feel like, I don't know, life is lighter. So anyway, getting started is the hardest part, maybe a change in environment, giving yourself a time limit, you know, like, Hey, this is all I'm going to do. And then call it quits. Hey, but having things pieced, pieced down so that it doesn't seem so overwhelming is really helpful. We talked about this next one when I was mentioning what my therapist had said about moving walks. So I wrote one thing that has always been really helpful now, even more so that I understand how this all works is moving your body daily. Even if it is just a short little walk, a 30 minute walk, that is going to motivate you. That is going to give you more of those feel good. What is it? Serotonin? What do we get from exercise? Is it serotonin? No. That's our body. Uh, Dopamine? Whatever it is that you get when you, you know, runner's high and all those things you can get that by moving your body daily. It's going to motivate you. You can listen to a podcast if you're like, ah, oh, I can't be alone with my thoughts. Listen to a motivating podcast, something that's going to help you to grow professionally or personally. And then the other thing with with committing to moving your body daily is just that that is a discipline. And discipline and keeping promises to ourselves, I swear, transfers to every area. So for me, I used to have it backwards. This is up until probably, honestly, I feel like I've, it's so funny. It now that I'm talking about this again and revisiting this topic, I'm like, wow, I feel like I was talking to myself the last time I riffed on this topic. But I used to think, and I wonder if anyone, you'll have to let me know if you think this way as well. I used to think, okay, if I get all these other things done, then I'll get my workout in, or then I'll go for a walk. Like work first, tasks first, then workout. And I switched that because I've been working out in the morning, which I would have said if you asked me at any point in life until pretty recently, I would have said oh that's horrible who works out in the morning psychos like no I am telling you it has been the most game-changing thing ever because that is what I know if I get my workout in and even if it's not before I start my day if it's scheduled I literally schedule that into my week I do all my planning for the following week on a Friday sometimes Saturday but usually on Friday before I wrap up one week I push everything from my list that didn't get done to the following week and I schedule out and book orange theory classes or I pencil in what it is that I'm gonna do, but I put that in my calendar so that I can have that discipline because I know that keeps me regulated. That is a discipline that I don't always feel like doing, but guess what? It transfers into business as well. So all that to say, moving your body daily is something that, especially if you're going through a hard time, especially when you just don't feel like showing up, disciplining yourself because that does transfer into showing up online, working your business when you don't feel like. All right, next up, outsourcing, and delegating, uh, AKA letting people help you slash asking for help. And I know that for some of us, this is harder than, than others. And then we tend to get even more overwhelmed than we actually need to be because people in your life are there to help you. Like they would love to help you, but oftentimes we think we're being a burden, but we're actually keeping someone from being able to bless us and feel that feeling of freely giving to someone when they need help. And so yes, like asking for help of people in your immediate circle around you, whether that be with childcare, whether that be oh gosh, I just need to take a nap. Can you know you, you know, watch my kids for one hour, or maybe you outsource household tasks like house cleaning for the month or just to kind of get you over the hump, or delegating tasks to your team, outsourcing to a virtual assistant, hopping onto Fiverr, F I V V E R, or Upwork and delegating some tasks that don't really require you and your personality, like offloading as much as you can during that season so that the only thing things left are the things that really only you can do. And again, only doing one to two must-do items towards your goal that only you can do. And maybe one of your items for that day is talk to uh, Ashley about virtual assistant contact or something like that, right? So outsourcing and delegating is huge. Some of the women on my team were invaluable in just showing up for me in seasons where I literally didn't even know what to ask for. They were phenomenal and buoyed me throughout some really difficult time. I hope you have people in your life like that, that will just literally have your back no matter what. And then outside of that, I learned to allow myself to let go of control because I used to feel like, oh, I have to do everything myself because I want it to be the certain way. And if it's not this certain way, then it won't work. That's not true. That's not true. Your zone of genius is not every little living thing, right? There are people who could definitely do things as well or better than you in other areas. And even if it's not exactly how you would do it, going to get done and it's going to free up your time it's going to free up your mental energy and it's going to help regulate your nervous system so that you can show up in the way that only you can and continue to do so despite life circumstances swirling around you and you knew that I was going to get to this but now I'm going to talk to you a bit about systems evergreen content funnels that work on autopilot this is exactly what we're working on in the social seller to CEO Academy if you are relying right now on and making sales online through DMing people, posting two to three reels per day, posting on social media constantly. And that is how you make it. And, and being on your phone, constantly answering questions, doing assessments for people before they buy. If it's so laden with you doing tasks all day long, you need systems for automation in your business. That is not sustainable. I don't care how successful you are. The burnout, the, I'm gonna say it again, like the damage to your nervous system, the damage to the relationships in your life like the people outside of your phone which you can't take your face out of like that is it's not okay and so you need to think about building out Evergreen content systems that are going to work for you on autopilot, funnels for sales, for your opportunity, email marketing, email communication. So, one to many versus one to one. So, taking long form content that's evergreen, like a blog post, a podcast, a YouTube video, even an IGTV video that you turn, you take the transcription and put it onto a website, a simple one like the way that I teach, and then send out that content to the internet via search engine optimization so literally people are finding searching and finding you for exactly what you want to be found for without you doing a thing after you set up that system and then having email marketing where you can communicate with all the people with your product leads with your customers with your team members with your clients with you can communicate one to many from your bed not having your face in your phone or you can talk to your VA who you've hired and outsourced with and say, hey, I really need this and this email to go out this day and this email to go out that day. I am going through it. I remember Kendra, she's such a saint. She's my virtual assistant who I work with and I would give her very, what I feel were probably incoherent directions at times because I was so scatterbrained and she was like, no problem, I got you. And she would just execute way better than I could have. And so she was such a blessing, but email marketing is huge. Having Facebook ads, I was just talking in our uh, social slider to see CEO Facebook student support group about growing at what point do you grow your target audience through Facebook and or Instagram ads. So having automation for growing your audience, having systems for nurturing and selling to your audience are so crucial. Maybe you won't be in a season where you're feeling like scaling, but if you have something like a funnel where you can add fuel to the flame, meaning add you know money to an ad for content that's already working and just escalate what you're doing, even in a season when you don't feel like showing up, that's the business right there, right? Those are CEO moves. So I hope all of those points help get you thinking about if you're not in a season where you don't feel like showing up and you are in a season where you're in flow and you're excited about creating, you're excited about showing up, you're not burnt out. I wanted to give you some things to think about maybe starting to set up now long-term assets that will enable you to have that freedom should the inevitable things in life come up that you have to devote most of your mental, emotional, even physical energy to that aren't your business and not have it fall apart. Okay. That's really important to me to get that message across. And so I hope that hits. I hope this helps. If you are interested in working with me in setting up those systems for automation and really building out evergreen assets by way of search engine optimization on a website for your brand and setting up sales funnels for affiliate products and creating your own offers that you can generate cash flow and control in your business, then definitely get on the social seller to CEO Academy waitlist and hopefully you'll get to snag a spot when we open up for enrollment next round. I will leave a link to those in the show notes. And as always, thank you for listening. It means the world to me that you take the time to listen to these episodes and to give feedback, and I appreciate all of your shares. Wouldn't be wouldn't be where I am with this without you guys and I just want to continue to grow with you over the years. Please never hesitate to reach out if you have something that you'd like to hear me discuss or research about on the podcast just send me an email. It's hello at elevatedwithashley.com. Until next time, cheers to your impact.